This podcast is powered by The Plug. Yo, yo, it's the Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's Davey. Bro, what's up? How you hey, feeling? I'm lit. Man, it's a dope day right now. It's hella dope. It's about to be a hella dope episode. Hella dope, fool. Very special guest coming through. Who we got? But before we get to that, okay. let's get to these sponsors real quick. That's right, that's right. Uh, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Notorious. Mm. Notorious, they're the leaders in urban and hip-hop couture. They provide the most exclusive footwear and apparel. Located at the south end of the town center at Aurora, across from Foot Action in Aurora, Colorado, Bart. and also in the Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Mmm, big up Notorious Lifestyle. We actually live on location right now. That's holding right. us down. Shout out. I'm looking at all these shoes like, yo, I'm not even a sneakerhead, but I might become a sneakerhead. Right, might become a sneakerhead. Who else we got? Uh, we also have, uh, shout out to PMG Presents. Uh, they are the uh, promoting and hottest premiere events and festivals. Be sure to check them out. And also special shout out to our sponsor, Antic Street Apparel. Ooh, shout out to Antics. Holding us down. That's this big ass A on the table right here for the people watching it. That's Antics, right? Babe. Oh, I thought the A was for A. Where it is. Antics. <laughs> Alright, man. We got anybody else? Me. We own it down, man. Hey. Alright, bro. What's going on in the world? Man, Charlottesville. Charlottesville, man. How do you feel about it? Let's talk about it. It's crazy, man. I mean, but... White people doing white things. I was about to say, white's going white. Is it it surprising at all? You know what I really like? I like how it's it's, uh, progressive and liberal white people who are standing up to these people. Like, black people are like, yo, we've been doing this shit for like... Right, it's nothing new. Like, 800 years, we chilling on this one. Yeah, that's... I'm not tripping off of it. I mean, everybody's like, oh, my God, the Tiki Torch gang. Like, for one, can we talk about how expensive Tiki Torches are? Got to have a little bit of money just to protest. For I one. never bought a Tiki Torch. Them so. shits cost like $22 at uh, Costco. I'm bringing candles. Forget that. Yeah, but, man, are we surprised? Like, this shit been going on, bro. Is it really even news? Or is it just that we got the Internet now, so everything is news? I mean, it's definitely news because we have to make sure that we're shedding light on any uh, accounts of racism. Mm-hmm. And any accounts of Nazism, mm. and any accounts of fascism, fascism? <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe in it, so I don't use that word often. I don't know, man. But like you said, I think we should go ahead and sit this one out, black people. <laughs> Let them hold that one down. What else uh, is going on? Let's see. What else is going on? Um, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> What's going on with Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> Besides me using it? No, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Just news. No, uh, Johnson & Johnson ordered to pay a woman $417 million in lawsuit linking baby powder to cancer. What? Uh, yeah, I didn't even know. So LeBron, I think like... You know, and just cancered up, up the whole... Damn, so they're trying to say baby powder got cancer in it? Or how the fuck does that work? I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't think it has <laughs> cancer in it, per se. <laughs> I don't think that's how cancer works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's something that just happens over time through continued use. Right. How she knows baby powder specifically, though? Maybe it's just process of elimination. Like, baby powder, that's all I use. Uh, yeah, that shit's weird. Let's move. I, what else is going you on? You have to use a lot of, you know how much baby powder you have to use to get cancer, allegedly? I'm going to find that out. Listeners, Google how much baby powder you need to get cancer. Like, Let you got to be, like, bathing in it or something. No, you really got to be showering like LeBron does. <laughs> <laughs> What else is going on, man, before we get to this special guest? What else is going on? Uh, man, uh, Mystical turns himself in, <sighs> charged with 
first degree rape. This man right here. How Danger. The, how you, <laughs> right. He tried to warn us. Watch yourself. <laughs> how you get caught up on rape twice in your celebrity? Like, bruh, come on, bruh. That's probably how people felt when, like, Michael Jackson had that second kid. Mm. <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> but mystical, dog. So is he back in jail? He's locked up? Uh, he turned himself in. Oh, man. Like, do we? I'm not listening to mystical no more. I mean, not that I was probably, listening to mystical still, but probably the same way we felt when we heard like R. Kelly had people trapped in his attic allegedly. <sighs> that's right, though. Mm, yeah. I can't. Mm, that's a little serious. I mean, but how? It's tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's not tough, man. Like, you want because you want to give mystical the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Do, wait, do we want to give mystical? We don't want to give him the benefit okay. of the doubt because that's what the nigga got locked up for the first time. And he did it the first time, like, without a doubt. I mean, I wasn't there, but (laughs) (laughs) I think he did it. (laughs) That nigga did it. 50 Cent voice. Speaking (sighs) of 50 Cent, though, man. Yo. This guess we got coming up. Hey. uh, Listeners, just just a pre-warning. Remember, this man is an actor. His character is just a character. So don't be feeling no type of way about him personally because, you know. I'm a fan of the show that he's on, and I, I, I kind of I might look at this nigga funny when he sits down. Speaking of being a fan of the show, why do you keep turning the fan on? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you be sneaking the fan on? Y'all? That's, That's real. <laughs> slick, yo. Y'all ain't slick. I was going to say that because I'm hot. But, yeah, man, shout out to the actual fan. But, anyways. <laughs> oh, y'all shit, man. Yo, shout out to uh, the NYPD. Uh, officers that rallied in support of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, the police they rallied for uh, Colin Kaepernick. And what did, did that? There was also uh, there was also a lot of the uh, Cleveland Browns that had uh, took a kneel for uh, the national anthem too recently. Do we care because it's the Browns? <laughs> like, can we get like a real team to actually uh, take a kneel? Do you feel like that's going to be as impactful this season, um, or is it kind of just like whatever you know, now? I would like to see more people. Um, support Colin Kaepernick just mm. because like easily that could that that could have been any one of us right or That's them, not me I'm still broke I'm but. still broke too man but obviously we're just wasting time right now guys talking to you guys until our guest gets here but it's a super special guest this is a dope ass episode of life is dope lit 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 man so we're gonna go ahead and uh pop this bottle real quick and we're gonna get right back to you it's life is dope podcast That's right we'll be back So we're back. This is Life is Dope Podcast. I'm still graffiti. Hey, what's up? Shit. I'm still baby. <laughs> you drunk already, bro? Damn. Slitty two titty. One sip. Hey, man, but I told y'all we got a special guest in the building. Like a Super real special. This shit crazy. <laughs> so y'all see my man on my personal favorite show, Power. He's also moving this Jeep music project right now. You've seen him in Burning Sands. Mm. seen him on Boss. Boss. Seen this man everywhere. He's blowing up. He's kind of blowing up right now, bro. Hey, but we're gonna get to it. Y'all make some noise for my man, Ro Timmy. Hey. How you feeling, bro? I'm blessed, man. Blessed. It's cool to go to a place that I've never been and, and still have support like this. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean, so that's kind of dope. Yeah, You're man. Surprised at uh, how many black people are here? 
I thought it was just uh, Chauncey Billups for a second. Oh, 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 to the left. Nah, we got black folks in Denver, man. <laughs> but shout out. Hey, man, so you busy right now. Yeah, man. So you're actually out here on tour. Yes, sir. All right. This is your first big tour? This is my first nationwide tour. Crazy. Congratulations. And thank you, bro. And it was cool because, you know, August, I seen a, you know, invited me on it. Yeah. And it was perfect timing with the show being out and the project coming on and and just the summer being like available and put pushing my single want more. Right. It's just been a perfect time and, and every city's been loved, like super loved. Right, right, right. That's what's up, man. Can I give you some advice? Talk to me. If a chick named Selena Powell introduce herself to you, just say no. <laughs> say no. Bro. Anybody else? <laughs> okay. Anybody else tonight? <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> anybody else tonight? You can okay. talk to. Just no. Just no. Say no. She's no. we looking out for you. <laughs> yeah, we should send them. Up. <laughs> no, Selena. Matter of fact, everybody in here. <laughs> No Selena Powell, just say no. Don't let Selena Powell in the concert. That's so funny. <laughs> Word, man. So let's talk about the music a little bit. Let's do it. What's your favorite track off this Jeep Music Volume 1? Um, I think my favorite track would be uh, What We Do. Okay. Because the project is a real story. Like, I really went through the stuff that... You can I curse on you? No, yeah. Say oh, the fuck shit. you want. <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, nah, it was a personal story that I went through, man. And, like, I, I lived it. I was a college kid. Right. my girl and then she was with me until when I first got on the power mm. so it was a lot of ups and downs in that four or five years that like we went through it like she saw me do things like this shit. it was it was an up and down and I had to write it so what we do is basically like the whole story in one song right you know what I mean okay. I really liked uh, Living Foul yeah that I, was that was a true story as well like, I felt like that was more my life yeah yeah <laughs> Mind you? <laughs> so, so, like, so it's like you know you go through things and and you just, I just I was able to document it you know right yeah so Jeep music why the title uh well she actually's known for having this white Jeep in Jersey ah. and that Jeep followed us throughout our whole relationship man so like it was just a kind of like a cool metaphor just kind of like to sit on top of it and conquer that you right know what I mean? and y'all were together for five years five years yeah. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Okay. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Go you ahead. You want to go? I'm, no, go ahead. Okay. I, got a, I got a specific question. So I was watching another interview, and you totally fumbled this question, so I'm going to give you a chance to redeem <laughs> yourself. <laughs> what's going on with you and Superhead? Was there ever anything? Oh, no. No. See? There you go. Nah. That's, that's how you answered. <laughs> last, last time you was fumbling it. Like, nah, you know, it's just rumors. You know, bullshit you deal with as a celebrity in 50. Because the thing was, we were talking about, we were talking about college, and all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, so what about this?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> so kind of caught me, but no, nah, hell no. Yeah. I was gonna say, how hard is it to almost say transition? But how do you separate Rotimi the artist from Drake from Power? Because um, I know somebody got run up like, "Man, why you set up Julio like that?" I mean, no, you know, because <laughs> I almost asked you when I see you know, you come again, in. like it's a testament to the writing. You know, like Courtney's so ill with the pen that like she makes you forget that. The way Dre's turning into, he's a baby ghost. Mm. Ghost did the same things to get to where he was, and has done way more. You know what I mean? It's just that Told y'all. it's being seen through somebody who's going against Ghost. Right. So it's cool, but like again, it's again that's what that's how you're supposed to feel because there is no more Lobos, there is no more other things. So who's right. gonna be the villain? You know right. what I mean? So, and for them to trust me enough to to be able to carry that work, yeah, you know that's amazing and. I mean, the, the two are very different, you know. Like, I'm, I'm nowhere near. I'm not Dre at all. Yeah, but yeah. like, in terms of ambition, like, I want to be the best. You want to be the best, and that's the only thing we kind of like have similar traits yeah. with. 
out of uh, all the characters that you've played from Power to Boss to Burning Sands to Betrayal to Black Nativity to Divergent, what do you think, which character is most like Rotimi? Uh, that's a good question, bro. I'd say, um, I'd say Boss. Darius. Okay. Okay. Darius boss. Because, you know, he was a young kid that's in a situation that he knows he's better than. Mm-hmm. And um, he fell in love with the wrong woman, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, that. <laughs> and so, you know, and I kind of have a similar, not that I fell in love with the wrong woman, but, you know, I was, I was yeah, clean it up, clean it up. Yeah, it, was more so, <laughs> it was more so just like, I'm trying to still figure it out. And he right. was trying to figure it out, too, in that situation. So I kind of can, um, can relate to him. Okay. Do you see yourself kind of taking on some uh, different type of roles in the future? Like, yeah. now with you being so big on power, yeah. you might kind of fall into getting typecasted. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is that now, like, again, with social media, like, I'm doing funny videos, you know, and doing, you <laughs> know, definitely I'll, about I'll be wilding out on a, on a bike, for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or doing little shit that, like, they see different things. So people in different directors or even some animation people have reached out. So it's like... They're not seeing it as that. They're just seeing that, oh, he can handle this kind of platform on the number one show. Right. Oh, we need to see what he can do. So that's kind of where it is for me. Speaking well, of funny videos, you want to explain this uh, sexy Nigerian butterscotch? Ah, yeah, sexy man. Nigerian butterscotch now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is that? I have no idea. That <laughs> just came out of yeah, nowhere one day. It just came out of nowhere. I was, I, was, uh, I was at home, and I'm good friends with Clarity. Okay. I'm um, a super dope comedian. And I was like, bro, let's just do some funny shit, man. Like... Because it's just too serious. And this is when we were, I was filming, so I just needed something to just do separate. You know what I mean? Right. And I was recording the project. I was filming, so it was like, let's just do something. And, it just, and you're actually Nigerian, so, and I'm it's, actually not, Nigerian. so it's not problematic. Oh, no, no, no. They love it. They right. love that I'm actually saying that I'm Nigerian <laughs> and that I'm actually claiming that I'm Nigerian. Because a lot of you know, some artists don't or some actors don't and stuff. So the, right. the fact that I'm saying my culture is here, they love it. But... It literally just was like, let's just do one and see how it goes. And then it came out and it just went viral. So it's pretty dope. So here's a socially conscious question. Yeah. So the fact that you're Nigerian and you're very much aware of your roots, how do you think it's affected you growing up? Mm. Because a lot of black people don't really know where they come from or right. where their family's from. And, you know, they just say, well, I'm black. Um, uh, I think I was blessed because my family always made me understand that I'm royalty. Mm-hmm. And they always made me feel like I was king you know what I mean my mom said walk around this way if you're gonna do something you gotta be excellent at it like there's no left right or anything it's you 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 want it go get it so when I said I want to sing and she was like all right you want to sing all right that means you gotta learn how to play the piano that means you gotta learn how to play the violin that means you gotta do this right that means I don't want to hear you complain about going to rehearsals so that kind of mindset is what's allowing me to say okay I can balance two um careers at the same time right now right how do you feel the Nigerian background uh, relates to your music? Uh, I, you know what? In, 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 the, in the Nigerian culture, they tell stories. Mm. So it was easy and just natural for me to say, you know, I want my first project to be a story. Because I remember growing up listening to Fela Kunte, mm. listening to Bob Marley, listening to, you know, Lauryn Hill, which is not... Uh, African artist, but soul behind it, it comes from right, you know right. reggae vibe and stuff. So like, I grew up listening to those things, and just the stories, the storytelling behind it. But even for the single "Want More," I didn't want, I didn't say, "Yo, I want to do an Afro beat record." Right. It was just like the beat felt so good to my spirit that it was like, I have to do this. Yeah. And then I, and then I slept on it. And I was like, "Yo, who would be a perfect feature 
and Cranium because his voice is so melodic yeah. that it, it works perfectly in those pockets. So, Shout out to Cranium. Yo, he's a beast, man. He's so under- yeah. He, he he cut the verse to <laughs> one more in three minutes. Dang, damn, three minutes. All right. Yeah, so true. you are signed to G Unit. Yeah. Right. How did that come about? Um. The misconception is that I signed to 50 when I got on power, and that wasn't really what it was. Okay. Um, I did. I was I was working with Fifth for like a year before I ever brought up anything music. Wow. And he found out about the music from some A and R G unit who came to one of my uh, sessions. Right. So he was like, "Yo, that's Roe." He was like, "Yo, tell him to come through." I came through, played the whole project, and he was like, "This is exactly what I envisioned." For the next ten years of the label, right, and it was just organically, and plus he respected it, man. Like I didn't go to him like, "Yo, check out my mixtape." It was like, "If you gonna see, you gonna see me. You gonna see me when it's when it's time." And Straight I just up. trusted myself, and I trusted the process. So, at what point did you realize, like, "Yo, I'm a star now"? Um, I still don't realize that. You don't, yeah. Like, nah, you know that I, I'm just literally, bro. Like, no, no, no bullshit. Like, I'm just doing the work, you right. know. And to do things like this is cool, you know, and, and I like it because I get to actually look the people in the eye that support me, you know. Right. So I think that's really fly, but I think it, Jamie Foxx told me this. He was like, the, the day you can say you're a star, you're done. Mm. So, no, like, I'm just working, and the fact I'm happy that people support me. That's real. Yeah. Did you ever uh, shoot your shot at anyone on power? Nah. Nah. So I got one more question about power, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it because I know the fans is waiting to holla at you. So I got this theory, man. Yeah. Like how you spoke on it earlier, you know, like Drake kind of being baby ghost. Yeah. I feel like because I feel like Drake kind of got the juice right now. He got it on some on some fuck shit, but (laughs) but he got the juice. I feel like you're gonna turn everybody against each other, and you're gonna rise to power yourself. And you might low-key be the next ghost. Ooh. Did I say something right there? Your theory hey, alert. man, life is dope, man. Uh, <laughs> life is dope, hey, man. We, we just, just give that was a great answer. Yeah. That was a great give answer. Give his percentage of it. <laughs> right. Y'all start writing that into it. Just say, hey, man, stars, you know, hey, I write a little life bit. Life is dope. <laughs> great answer, my nigga. Yeah. I do got another question. Okay, okay. <laughs> I ask everybody this, though. Yeah. One piece of knowledge that you will leave with the world, what would that be? Uh, trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. Trust everything that you feel in your spirit because it's right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, I didn't take an acting class. I never took a class to do any of this, man. Like, Damn. I just literally trust what feels right to me. So if you trust your intuition, trust your first instincts, man, you're going to be golden because that's, like, the special place that nobody else has right. besides you. This society makes you so insecure about, oh, I need an iPhone 6 because iPhone 7 came out. I need yeah. It puts you in a place of... I need, I need, I need, I need, and you have all of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. That's uh, real. Uh, straight up. Well, absolutely. Um, as far as uh, how can people connect with you as far as social media and... Oh, um, at Rotimi Music, R-O-T-I-M-I Music on Instagram and Twitter, Rotimi. Um, yeah, Jeep Music Volume 1 is available everywhere. Go listen Want to that. More. Oh, Cop man, that. I, pr- I promise you, y'all gonna love it. Want More right now is, um, is out featuring Cranium and... Keep supporting Power Season 4. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, well, we appreciate it. Y'all make some noise for my man, Road Timmy. Hey. hey, Life is Old Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. And I'm David. Skirt. Hey. <laughs>